of the time, we don't get back to that task, that original task, that same day. Ouch. Yeah. Now, that's not to say whatever else came along wasn't important, and maybe it was more important. But just the fact that sometimes it takes us an entire day to get back to where we were originally working tells us that the more we're able to safeguard our environment, the more we're able to maintain focus, the more we're able to engage in what I call interruption management, the more easily our day will flow, the more we'll feel in command, and ultimately the more productive we will be. So what are the things we can do to maintain this focus? Well, the first is what I call get into the space. Get into the space that it takes to do the job before you. Do you remember when you were in college, and I don't advocate this, but many students still do this to this day, they pull what's called an overnighter. They haven't studied like they should have, the test is coming, and they're going to pull an all-nighter. Overnight, they're going to study around the clock, they're going to go into the test room, little or no sleep, they're just going to unload everything they learned over this long night, and that's going to be it. Well, long-term studies show that they retain very little. It's not yeah. a very productive way to proceed. However, in the short term, it may have its benefits. You may yeah, you'd do cram on your short-term memory and sure. regurgitate. That's right. When you study a week in advance and then a little each day leading up to the exam, you waltz into that exam room day of, do a great job, waltz out, you retain much more of what you studied and you fear far better in that topic. The point is the all-nighter or overnighter forces the college student to focus in ways that they simply don't focus otherwise. What if you apply the positive elements of that kind of focus to your daily tasks? In other words, you proceed in a manner that says, I've got to get this done. The test is coming the next day. There is no alternative. I need to be here now focusing on this issue. When you can get into that space, when you recognize how vital the issue is, how important it is for you to stay focused, to switch off the buzzers and bells and alerts and all the things that can compete for your attention, you're further along the trail. Now, some supporting techniques, what I call harness the power of deadlines. That student who has that test the next day and decides to spend the whole night focusing on that test, cramming, if you will, is harnessing the power of deadlines, not in the most effective manner, but in a manner that will presumably offer some short-term benefits. When you have a deadline, a legitimate deadline, and when you approach that deadline in a professional way, you actually increase your power of focus and potentially reduce your tolerance for interruptions. Let me give you some examples. I know writers who have been trying to write the great American novel for years or have been trying to get out a magazine article or trying to do something that's elective in nature and time passes and they're not that far along. I know others who have a contract with a book publisher or with a magazine publisher 
and have been contracted to deliver so many words on such and such a date on this topic. Well, who do you think ends up generating more relevant words on a more timely basis? <laughs> the latter. The people who are on a deadline. We shun deadlines. We dread them. We prefer not to have them. But the reality, since the beginning of time, in culture after culture, profession after profession, day after day, the reality is that deadlines actually serve as an incentive towards our greater productivity. And we know in everyday life, when somebody is counting on you to do something, you have a much higher propensity to do it than to not. Your kids are counting on you to get there by 3 o'clock to pick them up so they can get to soccer practice.